Hello and welcome to episode 116 of the Pen Addict podcast on Relay FM. The Pen Addict is a weekly show where we discuss pens, paper, and the analog tools that we love so dearly. My name is Mike Hurley, and I am joined, as I always am, by Mr. Brad Dowdy. What's up, buddy? Hey, man, how you doing? Good. Long time no talk. I know it's been it's been a way too long for my yeah, liking. It- Except for like every five minutes on Twitter or something like that. Yeah, but, but it's not the same. <laughs> it's just not the same. Definitely not the same. It's good to be back. Yeah, so we're, we're here we are now on Relay FM, which is uh, the network that we've all been working on for for a bit now. Um, and I, I'm super excited. And I'm this was, you know, all of my shows, I, I, I wanted to give them a new lease of life. But this one, it was just too perfect to change. Um, and so the pen addict, we're, we're, we've carried over the pen addict. Um, and it's all of its back catalogue is now on Relay.fm, um, which is our new home. And you'll be able to find all of the show notes there from previous episodes and things like that. Um, this is now the third podcast network that The Pen Addict has been a part of. <laughs> Who knew that, that we would even have a podcast and now it's just bouncing all over creation? It's just, it's just you know, it's a bit of a floozy, this show. <laughs> I'm easy. So I think um, I have to thank everyone and kind of apologize about the feed situation. Um, so we'd kind of said that you didn't need to do anything, and that was our original intention. But as we started to go down the, the pipe and we started to understand there there were some ramifications some t- and some technical issues that we would have faced by doing the uh, feed switchover. And it may have caused us some more significant problems later on in the future. So we took the decision, and it was a hard decision, to cut the feed off and get everyone to resubscribe again. And it is a shame because I actually know that we're going to lose some people. Some people will just probably never find the show again and think that it's finished. Um, and I and I know that maybe these people will never hear that, but I apologize to them. <laughs> and I but I thank everybody who has resubscribed, um, and I hope that it hasn't been um, too difficult uh, a situation or process for you. And by all means, I, I would really, really appreciate it um, if you listen to this show and you enjoy this show to tweet about it, post on Facebook about it, so people that potentially are friends of yours that may know about it or something like that can see that the show has its new home on Relay FM. Um, I would really, really appreciate that, and I know Brad would too. Absolutely, yeah. So um, definitely sorry about that, but I think you know, I think it'll, it, it's the right call for us, and I think we'll we'll get everyone back back on track uh, pretty quickly. Yeah, I I, have, I know that the power of the panaddict.com um, well, you know, we'll do it. Yes, for sure. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. Um, how about that podcast artwork, huh? Oh, I know, right? That's I. That's been the hardest. It, I knew we were going to a new network, and I knew the name and and all that stuff, and that was easy to uh, hold close to the vest until we were ready to launch. But the podcast artwork I saw, um, you know, a month or more ago, and I was like. I, can I use it now? Do I have to wait? I mean, it's so awesome. And not just mine. I mean, heck, I love my podcast artwork so much. And it's probably the worst of the bunch. <laughs> but it's good. <laughs> our friend, our friend Forgotten Towel on uh, Twitter is, uh, is, a, is a pro. He's, he literally is the best. Uh, I've just realized you'd like, you've just reminded me that I, we've not really mentioned it on any of the other shows that I've recorded so far. Well, all your other hosts are jerks. So. That's very true. Uh, but it's just it's just completely gone out of my head. But yeah, I, uh, 
when everything goes live, because we're recording this slightly before Monday the 18th, which is yeah. which was is the launch day, there's a little post that goes up, and we obviously take the moment to, th- to thank Frank for his incredible work. Um, he has been an absolute dream to work with, and he's responsible for all of the branding that's part of Relay FM. Um, so he's a beast. He's actually pretty incredible, um, mm-hmm. and, and a super nice guy, so... It's it's fantastic to be able to work with talented people like like Mr. Tao and yourself, of course, Brad. And I'm I'm really, really happy that, that you agreed to to allow us to mess around with your show again and bring it uh to a new network. Yeah, no problem. I mean I'm I'm really excited about it. Um excited about the future for sure. And um you know, we'll just we'll we'll keep on doing what we do and uh have fun doing it. So um that's uh that's what makes decisions like this easy. And I should mention that um, we're going to talk about these guys shortly, but this show is brought to you by three fantastic sponsors this week, which is Pen Chalet, Igloo, and Squarespace. I meant to do that right at the start. I'm still getting used to things. I know. You mean we gotta got to handle business too. And we have music. And we have music, and it's awesome. And uh, I can't wait to hear what uh, everyone thinks about that. It's going to be pretty cool. We wanted to inject a bit of soul <laughs> and funk into this show. Yeah, because <laughs> we never we never had music, and then I was working on the new music for all of the other shows, and and I was like, well, maybe it's time that the Pen Addict had some music too. So yep. we did that. Yeah, we've been wanting it for a while, so we just it was just a matter of of sitting down and doing it. So yeah, finally. So this is a new age for the Pen Addict podcast. Probably not a lot's going to change except for all the things that we just mentioned. Aside from that, you can probably expect the same sort of thing. And today's show is going to feature, I think, one of everybody's favorite things, which is Brad complains about Kickstarter projects. Uh, <laughs> that's something later, so I'm very excited about that. <laughs> yeah, that's like the highlight. I, you know, I put a little quick shout out on Twitter just to make sure, you know, I didn't take notes during our hiatus. You know, it's been three or four weeks since we recorded, and I wasn't like constantly planning every week. Okay, when we come back, I need to talk about this and this and this and this. So I knew there were a couple things I wanted to point out. So I threw it out there on on Twitter to say, hey, you know, am I missing anything? And you know, I'd already written down all this Kickstarter stuff, and everyone was like, Kickstarter this, Kickstarter that, Kickstarter this. I'm like, yep, we got that covered. Don't worry, <laughs> we will have that covered without issue. If there's one thing that you can can be sure of is that brad's going to talk about kickstarter projects yes yes i did want to give a a, a shout out Dur- during our hiatus uh, we made a few few guest appearances on on various podcasts so i just wanted to uh give a shout out in case anyone missed it and was interested in uh more brad and mike um i'm most people probably this is enough um at least for a lot of people but um in case you're interested in hearing our other shows i was on um our friends the at the Erasable Podcast, you know, uh, Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. Isn't that their names? Yeah, something like that. Well, no, that's new edition. New edition. Sorry, it's uh, Andy, Tim, and Johnny do a great job at the uh, the pencil podcast Erasable. So you, we'll have these links in the show notes. Um, I was on episode eleven of Erasable while I was on vacation. Um, I brought the mic just so I could record with those guys, and we had a good time. Then I was also on the Jeff Rubin, Jeff Rubin show. Um, where he um, he just kind of came at me from a complete novice. I don't understand the deal about pins thing. So that was actually a pretty good conversation. I enjoyed that. Um, I recorded that one while I was sick. So I've had a very interesting uh, a hiatus from Pen Addict. Hmm. And then uh, my friend Tony from uh, 
everyday commentary had me on gear geeks live and we had a great conversation about getting your grail pins and we talked about nakayas and all the all the mm. stuff about uh getting getting in the big boys that you've been working so hard for for years uh finally in your arsenal that's a great <laughs> that's a great little sound clip to, to pull out <laughs> And Mr. Mike was on uh, one of my newly new favorite podcasts, Defocused, which yeah. I had already subscribed to anyway. Um, was Joe Steele? What's the other guy? I'm Dan Stern. Dan Stern. Um, they do. A, they have a fun show. Um, even it's if you one don't want to listen favorites. to Mike, if you, yeah, if you don't listen to Mike, you should go listen to it anyway. Yeah, that that was uh, that guest episode. That guess what is actually one of one of my sole favorite things I've ever recorded. Yeah, because I just I got to talk about something very near and dear to my heart, which is a movie and comic book series called Scott Pilgrim, mm-hmm. and I mean I just love those guys anyway, and I think they're a lot of fun and they're really good at what they do, and and I had a great time on the show. Um, I was also um, on the Technically Correct podcast, which is a show that I've been on before. It's a it's a really interesting UK based um, tech podcast. So that's always fun because it's I get to talk to some other some other Brits, and I had my first appearance on IRL Talk. Which was fantastic. Uh, I really love uh, Faith and Jason, um, and it was it was a lot of fun to be on their show too because it was kind of more bionic like in its um, type, of, you know, the way that the show's put together, which is like it's just a load of fun random stuff that people that the hosts find and enjoy, and and it kind of just veers off in really interesting directions. <laughs> it was it was funny because uh, I I've, I was actually kind of on one or two other things as well. Um, kind of here and there some like recorded to come out later and stuff like that i think i might have forgotten something which makes me feel terrible um it was like as soon as i announced i was leaving five by five i just got like multiple emails (laughs) it's in the same way uh, like i've uh every day since i've announced relay we've had like one show pitch a day at least (laughs) oh i'm sure (laughs) i'm sure hey are you looking for yeah Yeah. we need you need to work on the brony podcast though i mean I'm sure. I mean, it's close. <laughs> we get Joe, Joe Lebo wants to host that one. It's close to some of the uh, ideas I've been getting anyway. <laughs> it's, just, sure. we're, it's just something that we're not doing right now because yeah. we're trying to stay focused and yeah. bring, expanding the network before I've launched it You know, know, at that point. I know all about the focus thing. Yep. We're going to talk about that. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's been a fun time. It is. It's been real fun, and I did the same thing as you. Kind of, I said, you know, I'm not going to be recording. So if you know anyone wants to chat, you know, I'm going to be lost without recording every week. So I'm, I have a microphone and will travel. So um, yeah, I was glad to get those guys reach out to me and uh, have some fun while we were away. So there was like this part of me that was like, oh, I have three weeks off, which I've not had in five years, Mm -hmm. right? And I was like, oh, I wonder how I'm going to feel at the end of it. Am I going to want to just stop? Like, right. will I enjoy the time off just playing video games every day like a regular human? <laughs> like, but it got to sort of the start of this week, like when we when we announced everything. And, and all I wanted to do was record the shows. Yeah, just exactly. Just all I wanted to do. So I'm so happy that we're doing this again. Yeah. Yep. Something that I'm also really happy about is our th- first sponsor for this week's episode. Um, I'm really, really happy that the Pen Chalet um, is back on, on the new iteration of the Pen Addict, Pen Addict podcast. The Pen Chalet are a fantastic company that sell authentic, amazing rollables, fountain pens, ballpoints, mechanical pencils, and so much more. And they feature all of your favorite brands like Monteverde, Pelican, Lamy, Pilot, 
Sailor, Kaveco, and the Miki, and they are, of course, authorised dealers of all of them. Penchalet are known for their very fast and reliable customer service, and I found this from my own orders, and I know that Brad's found the same, and loads of you guys that have ordered from them have found exactly the same sort of thing. They, they are really great with their help if you have any questions, and they just ship things out super fast. But I think everybody's favorite thing about the Pen Chalet is their special discounts that they do. And they run special discounts twice a month and they have closeout specials every every two weeks. They're always adding new styles of pens all the time. Every single month there's new different pens and all this fantastic stuff going up on penchalet.com. As well as all the brands that I mentioned earlier, Pen Chalet sells limited edition pens and all the accessories that you're going to need, like carrying cases, refills, pen holders, fountain pen converters, and so much more. They do free shipping on orders over $50 in the continental United States, and they also sell internationally with very reasonable shipping rates. And don't forget that the exchange rate is in your favor. Pen Chalet has low prices on high-quality pens and offers a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Now, guys, you know what to do now. Go to penchalet.com and use the code PENADDICT at checkout to get 10% off your order. But what you should be doing is clicking the podcast link at the top of the website and entering the password PENADDICT. It's going to give you a bunch of awesome uh, special deals that they do. Um, It's also going to get you a 10% off if you use the code as well at checkout. But we have another fantastic one-time special offer this week. People will remember that we did um, the part. Brad, help me with the name, please. We've done, they've done two for us so far. We did the, well, no, one we just kind of, <laughs> we did we on our own. The, the Pelican, the Pelican M205. Yeah. We monopolized our own. <laughs> and then that went so well for, for them. Um, they decided to do some special editions and we did the uh, uh, pilot, the Namiki Falcon, the, uh, That's it, the Flexnip pin. Yep. And um so continuing that theme tell them tell them what uh, tell them what special hotness we get this time. So this is only available to listeners of the Pen Addict. So you guys are in the special club. You can get your hands on a black Lamy 2000 fountain pen at a huge discount. So you want to go to penchalet.com, click the podcast button at the top of the page and use the code penaddict or one word. That way, you're going to go through to the special page and you're going to see the Lamy 2000 available for a huge 30% off. And what's even more incredible than that is you can still then use the code PENADDICT at checkout to get another 10% off. This brings your total savings, you've been counting along, of course, to 40%. So the final cost is at $125.37 $125.37 with free shipping in the US. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty nuts for a <laughs> Lamy 2000, which is an awesome pen. It it feels unlike any other pen in the hand. It's got this special uh Macrolon uh fiberglass barrel that is just crazy. Um and not to mention it's one of the best looking pens on the planet. Um it's it's highly recommended um by me. Um I know uh Jeff Abbott, who writes for me at the Pen Attic, he just reviewed his last week. And, you know, both of us have had some experience. The Lamy 2000, not only is it famous for its looks and its feel, but it's also a little bit famous because the nibs can be a little bit wonky just from, a, I don't know, not a not writing perspective. But they're a little, I don't know, both Jeff and I came up with the term sticky. They the 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 nib... Might need a little adjustment. It might come out perfect, but 
the price you're getting this pen for, you can definitely get a Nibmeister to look at, which, you know, is worth it on its own. You know, Jeff and I have both done that with our Lamy 2000s in there. We're better off for it, um, but we certainly didn't get the uh, Lamy 2000 up front at a good, as good a price as this. So it's, it's, this is a order that I'm going to be placing myself very shortly because I've had my eye on one of these for a long time. It's been on my list. It's I love Lamy pens. I, I just love them. I think they're fantastic, and, and I can't wait to get my hands on one of these. Now, as we look back at some of the previous sales that we've done with the awesome Pen Chalet, we know these are going to go fast, so you want to act quickly to get your order in. However, Pen Chalet have confirmed to us that if they sell out, which I'm sure that they will, uh, they will order in as many as they can to fulfill all the orders. So even if they sell out, you should be able to re- they should be able to replenish their stock in about a week. So there might just be a slight delay. So, penchalet.com. Use the code PENADDICT when you click the podcast button at the top and you're going to be able to get your hands on as well as all their other fantastic discounts and deals that they do for us and that 10%. You're going to be able to get your hands on a Lamy 2000 in black for an incredible 40% off with free shipping. Thank you so much to Penchalet for their support of the PENADDICT podcast and the newly formed Relay FM. Yes, thank you so much, Penchalet. We really, really appreciate it. All right, so we were talking about focus, and I made my little comment. Uh, yeah, I, I have something to, to a focus topic, and that's related to Notco. And it's a blog post we did last week um, on some changes that we're making, but I don't guess they really affect anyone, but it was just more that we wanted to make a post just for clarity's sake because we, you know, as we've started this business, you know, Jeff and I are both new new entrepreneurs, new businessmen, and, you know, trying to decide on what we want to do for Knock. And we always thought we wanted to carry, you know, other products aside from our cases and aside from our paper products that we're making and creating um, to complement those. And we have done that with, you know, our friends, you know, Dan at Karis Customs and Mike at uh, Dudek Modern Goods. And we've had those collaborations. And then on top of that, we started stocking um, Twisby Pens and Organic Studio Inks. And what we found is it's causing a little bit of a distraction from what our main focus needs to be, which is actually the manufacturing of our case products and our paper products and collaborating with other makers to make unique products. So right now we're going to stop carrying Twisby and Organic Studios and obviously nothing wrong with those two brands. They're really, really great and I use them and love those products, but it's just kind of not a fit for us right now. It's not what we're trying to do. We want to, you know, we want to collaborate on cool pins with Keras Customs and make something unique for us. We don't want to be just another, we don't want to be another retailer just carrying like everyone's stock items and just like a whole lineup of that. Um, Plus it's taken away from our ability to make and design and create cool new case and paper products, which is what we really, really want to focus on. So that's just something we wanted to throw out there and just kind of be transparent with everyone on what we're doing. So I don't know. I I just thought it was worth a little bit of a, a short little post, just kind of a clarification thing. So we'll still be obviously making cases and paper and we're still working with other companies making collaborative pens and and other products like the idea doc which is just back in stock from dudek modern goods and those kind of things are going to continue but stock items um we're going to hold off on for now if not forever so i hope that makes sense 
Yeah, so basically, if, if I'm following this correctly, if you guys haven't got some sort of say in the creation of the product, you won't be stuck in it anymore. Yeah, I think I that's appreciate a fair, way to, fair that. way to put it. I think that's good. You guys are more than just a reseller. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you are more than that. Like, there right. has to be something special about a product. Or, like, I don't know, if you were, like, if you had some sort of product that only came from Knock. Right. You know, someone else makes it, but Knock is the people you get it from. Like, that, feel, again, feels like something different. But just to be another place that sells Twisbees or another place um, that sells organic ink, like, it's it doesn't feel special enough for what you guys do, I think. Um, exactly. So I think that that's a that's a good a really really good thing to do. Yeah, and I, I think you've said it better than me. Plus, I mean, honestly, we're busy as all get out. We, we need to make <laughs> we we need to make cases. It's good. We're 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 trying to hire some people right now um, to come help us help us sew. I mean, we got we have uh, I mean, we definitely have enough work for uh, for making cases on its own. So yeah, it's uh, we're gonna work on ramping that up. So yeah, I think it's gonna be good. Good man. Yes, sir. So we're continuing on after our hiatus. We got a pin blog of the week, and it's not exactly a pin blog, but it's from one of our pin blogger friends, Mr. Ian Headley, created a new pin search engine at pinaquad.net. So have you checked had a chance to check this out, Mike? I know. So what Ian did, and Ian uh writes uh pen paper pencils, his is his blog, and he just created a basically created a web page with a Google search, Google custom search back in that just searches pen sites who want to be included in this list. And he's got like 50 something sites in there now, which is awesome. So you go to pinaquad.net, you type in, I don't know, whatever pen you're looking for, Pelican M205, and it gives you just results from pen blogs. So you can avoid like all the Google, like if you type in Pelican M205, you're going to get, you know, Amazon and jet pens and you know vendors selling the pen so this is just for reviews and information so I thought he did a good job here um, and it's looking good so everyone uh, check that out he's uh, the implementation has been uh, pretty good so far and I'm, I'm definitely seeing some traffic from it so that's good I'm gonna be using it all the time for this show yeah it's great it's just it's real easy it's real tight real simple um, yeah it, and it's great he's done a good job implementing this so uh, good job Ian and um, Everyone uh, check it out for sure. Now, one other, not necessarily pin blog of the week, but pin blog feature. Um, we have this very interesting crossword puzzle from Chris Gottlieb, who is a big reader and fan. He's been, a, I've talked to him on email, Twitter forever, and he made a cryptic crossword for pen addicts and he did this to um, coincide with the relaunch of the show so this will be in the show notes you can go check out this um, this crossword puzzle he made and he's going to give a prize for the um, right answers for when you for you submitted in for the most uh, most right answers if you get all of these answers right you're like a hero because this is <laughs> it's I, really I hard. take a look at it and I have like no idea about any of them <laughs> Yeah, Chris and I talked about it, and even I'm going through it like, I have no idea, and he's just laughing. He's like, yeah, I know, it's pretty tough. <laughs> but he worked hard. Do you know how hard it's got to be to make a crossword puzzle? Oh, I, I, I have no idea. I can't imagine. So this is something I need to spend time on and like sit down and, and figure it out. But he, he made a good um, 
um, what do you call it, description of it. Where did he say it? Man, I'm blanking. But basically, he was saying um, these are all like pen terms, pen vendors, pen nibmeisters. It's just all comes from the whole world of of pen pendom, if you will. All yeah, of all the, the answers, answers it, relate yeah. to pen parts, brands, personalities, stores, or nibmeisters. To so have a go, I yes. like that his description right at the top is at the intersection of two very boring hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> that is so perfect i get a lot of email or at least i have over the years of hey i'm an avid crossword puzzle um user or doer a fill doer filler outer and uh <laughs> what what pen can i use for that and that's a that's a hard question to answer any pen Pi- pilot friction pilot friction is your answer because hmm. you can erase um, for people who don't want to use pencil yeah I might as well just use a pencil yeah anyway I just wanted Chris uh, put a lot of time and, and work into that so uh, I wanted to give him a shout out for that and uh, check it out give it a go and uh, I'd be interested to see hopefully Chris will get back to us on the uh, when he publishes the answers and if there's a winner so I'm going to have to submit my entry as well so one of the things when I talked on Twitter about the hiatus and what Penn wanted, people wanted to hear was they said what all, what all new stuff did you get while you, you know, in the few weeks, you know, we rely on you, you know, our wallets have taken a break um, while y'all are on a podcast hiatus. So now tell us what you, what you went out and bought so we can look at these, look at this cool stuff too. And it's funny, Mike, I'm not sure I actually bought anything in the few weeks we've been off. I've gotten a lot of stuff, you know, I've gotten a lot of stuff from my jet pin sponsorship, but more importantly, I got a lot of stuff from friends, uh, friends of the show, friends of the website, um, the coolest thing, I th- I don't know, I got a lot, it's hard to say it's the coolest thing. I got some really awesome mail. One, the most interesting thing I got, I got my first ever floaty pen. It is the most awesome thing to have show up in your mailbox. He didn't tell, this is from uh, Michael Franznick. He's a longtime listener, longtime reader. He Told me, he said, send me your address. I went on a trip to Italy. Um, he didn't go see Federico, though, but uh, he went to Venice. And he came back, and he sent me a package. And in this package was, <laughs> he, he packaged it up like in a, a fountain pen box, like a clamshell box. And you open it up, and there's this <laughs> orange gondolier floating pen. And I just died, and I can't put this thing down. It's one of the coolest things I own now. And I wanted to thank Michael for that. I put a picture in the show notes so y'all can all go see it on Instagram. Um, you know, the little gondolier moves back and forth through the in the in the um, in the pin barrel, and you know, it's just this real cheap chintzy ballpoint. But it is so special, and it's just so cool that uh, you're gonna you're gonna be seeing a lot of this pin <laughs> just because it's my it's my first floaty pin, and I'm gonna review it on the pin attic too. <laughs> Obviously, these these sorts of pens are well known for like the. Um nudie pen. yes yeah so you know normally that have like a picture like a uh old like burlesque type of uh female or male in in many cases um and they basically have like an ink style bikini and depending on which way you turn the pen the the bikini disappears mm-hmm. um so yeah they're well known for that but the there's a there was an old blog out there and I didn't put it in the show notes. I didn't look it up that just had just 
hundreds of floaty pens on it and it was cool to check out so expect a review of the floaty pen um before too long because it is just wicked awesome thank you michael could it be <laughs> floatypens.org yeah is that it is it yeah. still alive it sure is i think we've spoken about this we have way In, way way early there was an episode where we did i'm not gonna find this it's somewhere in the show notes somewhere uh we did an episode of like weird pens yeah that's what it was you're exactly right yeah because we had like um we had a bunch of stuff from like uh it's like think geek they had a bunch of you know the lightsaber pens and the yeah laser pens and things like that and floaty pens was definitely on there so i knew we had mentioned it but i couldn't remember the site name but it's cool this is the first one i've ever had so i'm excited can you tell i can you may be (laughs) a little overexcited i know well i was also overexcited about this next one um my friend Lisa from Van S Pens, who I met at the Atlanta Pen Show, she seriously hooked me up with an awesome fountain pen. It's um, they have a bunch of uh, what we refer to as new old stock pens in house at Van S Pens, and basically, you know, it's pens that are no longer made or discontinued. Um, like this pen I have is a um, it's a Bexley. I'm blanking on the name. Sleeve, Sleeve filler. filler. Okay, Bexley, Bexley Sleeve Filler. It's from 2001. It's the camo model. And not only is it a cool-looking pen, what they did was they laser-etched our Notco logo into the end of the pen. So sweet. Um, it's really sweet. I was shocked. I mean, she told me she was sending me a pen, and she wanted me to check it out and, you know, maybe review it. So not only did she send me a pen, she sent me a beautiful pen, it's got this camo um, marbling on it that looks really, really beautiful. She engraved the pen, or laser etched, I should call it, I think. She laser etched the box that the pen came in. And she had Sean Newton grind the 18 karat gold nib into Whoa. a cursive italic, into a cursive italic because she knows I love Sean and that's my favorite nib style. So, how nice is that to put that much thought into sending this out to me? I mean, she did. They deserve a huge shout out for that. And you know, the, these pens are definitely, um, you know, still available at Van S. And definitely go check them out. And I will have a review of this soon. It's a weird, it's a real interesting um, filling system. It's a simple squeeze filler. Like you have a Pilot Metropolitan, Mike. Yeah. So the filler that the converter it comes with is just that little plastic, little rubber thing with the metal bars on it that you just kind of squeeze. Yeah. That's what's inside this, but you have to unscrew the back end of the pen to get it, and it's built into the side of the pen. There's like a window in this underneath, um, like the end cap, and you slide it up, squeeze it to fill it, and then slide, screw the end cap back down. So it's all looking, kind of all in one. Looking at these images, it does look like you could kill someone with this pen. Yeah, it looks like serious business. Like but it looks huge. It looks like a weapon. Yeah, <laughs> but like when it when it's unposted, it's just a little bit bigger than like a Kaveco AL Sport. Oh, it's that not was a huge not pen. what I expected. It's not a huge pen unless you post it, which I wouldn't recommend posting. If you post it, it's gigantic. But unposted in the in the writing position, it's like a it's like Pelican M two hundred five style, maybe a little bit wider. Hmm. So yeah. So thank you, Van S. Pens, for sending me that. That will be a review coming soon. I got another package from an awesome reader, uh, Glenn HK, which HK stands for Hong Kong, and he's over in that area, and I think he lives in Hong Kong and um, travels to Japan sometimes, and he went to one of my favorite um, eye candy stores that I see on Instagram. It's called Bung Box. 
<laughs> there's another uh, there's another audio you can rip out of there. I love bung box, Mike. <laughs> so you posted this and you posted a hashtag of bung box, and I was like, I've got to find out what's happening here, and I still don't really know, like, because other people have posted, like, people that we know have posted mm-hmm. uh, tweets with the hashtag bung box. <laughs> And I'm on their website now, and it's not helping me. Let me press the translate <laughs> button. They're they're a J- Japanese stationery store. Enough um. to know the fountain pen. Notice the depth of the combination of the ink from beginner to advanced, coordinated in ink fountain pen that suits your limited edition and antique also handling. That should be our podcast intro. That and should be our podcast music. I love I love translated Japanese. It's yeah. like my favorite thing. It's brilliant. It's brilliant, but uh, Glenn was was shopping at Bung Box, and this is one of their uh, just you know freebies that they give out. But it's a Uniball Jetstream in the white and orange uh, colorway. It's got a black refill with the uh, Bung Box uh, BungBox.com info on the uh, on the pen. I just thought that was really cool. That I like nice their free nice pen. It's a Jetstream. Isn't that cool? That's that's what happens when you live in Japan. They like I said, they get all the cool stuff. Yep. All the cool stuff. And, you know, the Jetstream over there is probably like a 50-cent pen just because it's more of a local thing as opposed to, you know, $2, $3 by the time it gets over here. Yep. So who knows? Who knows? And then the last thing, and I'm sure I'm forgetting a bunch of stuff, but um, uh, the fine folks at Execlair who are big um, pen blogosphere supporters um, sending out lots of products. This is an interesting one, Mike, for you. I don't know if you'll totally be down with it, but... um. It's like things that other companies have done, like Moleskin with Evernote, and um, uh, God, there was one other Japanese vendor. I think Ki- Yuko. I don't know. One of the one of the Japanese notebook manufacturers makes a journal that's made to be scanned. And what this Quovatis uh, Me Journal is is they call it the multimedia. Me stands for multimedia enhanced journal. Um, so I'm sure some other pen bloggers got this too. And it's basically made to be scanned. It's got an app. Um, each page has a um, has a QR code, and so each page can be tagged appropriately and pulled back up and searchable and things like that. So I just wanted to throw that out there. That that's a new product I'm gonna have uh, a review on soon. I just got it a few days ago and haven't had time to play with it yet. But um, this is you know, such definitely a terrible website. <laughs> awesome. Like you I, hadn't even, I hadn't even had time to spend on the website you, yet. You go there and you have no idea how to... It just, just doesn't explain in any way what oh, the yeah, product is yeah. or how to buy them. You have to press the menu button to get mm. to the store. Yeah. It's, it, my menu button doesn't work. Oh, there it is. Yeah. So we'll see. This will be one of those things that um, mm. you'll probably see some bloggers talk about here soon. And I'm going to talk about it here soon, too. But I haven't had time to spend with it. This is the first time I looked at the site was when I put it in the show notes. So, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of not sold on this idea. I'm not either. So in I'm interested general. to see if this one does it any different. I really don't like that it takes up such a big chunk of the page with that QR code. Yeah. Well, it's a big notebook. Oh, really? Um, yeah. No, it's a very large notebook. Well, there's two sizes. I have the large one. There is a smaller wow. one. Six, which I'm, six and a quarter by nine and a quarter. Yeah, that's the one I have. That's big. Yeah. So that one, it doesn't take up a lot of space. It's probably like a one inch by one inch QR code. Okay. So, yeah, I'm going to read up more about it, but that's another thing that I got in um, that uh, I haven't heard many people talk about. So, uh, do you, you get anything new on our, on our hiatus? You were probably too busy building the uh, building relay.app. 
FM. Yeah, I did a few things, and I'm going to tell you about them. But before I do that, I want to tell you about our second sponsor for this week's episode. Brad, is that okay? Absolutely. I want to take a moment to thank Igloo. Igloo is the internet you actually like, and they are sponsoring this week's episode of The Pen Addict. Anyone that's worked in a corporate environment is going to know how painful intranets can be. In my time, my own personal time working in the corporate world, I've experienced quite a few different products, and by and large, they all suck. But Igloo is awesome. It's built with actual human beings in mind. Igloo has easy-to-use cloud apps like shared calendars, Twitter-like microblogs, and file sharing. It works on your laptop, tablet, or phone, so if your team is working remotely or in the cubicles all around you, you're going to have the right tools to communicate and collaborate as you grow. Now, the idea of a a web service like the internet, you know, an internet which is all online, working on a laptop, tablet, or phone, sounds like a simple thing. But actually, if you've ever used a corporate internet, you're going to know this is huge. Because what this does is it gives you the flexibility to get your work done how you want, where you want, and on whatever device you want. Igloo is building a product for today and the future. It's not like it was built in 1997, like some of the competitors. Everything that you're going to need with Igloo is built right in, so there's no need to manage multiple cloud apps or services, and everything on Igloo is social. So as you grow, coordinating people on your projects is simple. Everything is widget-based and drag-and-drop, so it's simple to brand and configure your Igloo. And Igloo makes use of responsive web design, so it looks fantastic on all of the devices that you use. I had a great tour of Igloo uh, myself a few weeks ago. So all new Igloo customers get the opportunity to have a full product demo in which someone from the team uh, at Igloo will give you a full run-through and answer any questions that you may have. And they wanted to go through this with me so I could see how the product works and stuff like that because we're going to be talking about them a bit over the next couple of weeks because uh, Igloo is one of our fantastic launch partners at Relay FM. Um, I was really, really impressed not just by Igloo itself and the platform, but the care and attention that the team took to walk me through it. They were super nice, super awesome. They answered all of my questions. I loved all the drag and drop stuff. Like you can very easily customize your own pages in Igloo. So like everybody in your company that uses it can have all of the things that they want on their own homepage that they can customize and drag and drop stuff around. It's really cool. One last thing I want to tell you about, Igloo's social internet tour is stopping in London, San Francisco, and New York over the next two months. If you want to find out more, go to igloosoftware.com London for more details. Now, Igloo is free to use for up to 10 people. You can sign up right now at igloosoftware.com penaddict and get started today. So thank you so much to Igloo for helping us launch Relay FM and for supporting the Pen Addict. Show your support to them and us by going to igloosoftware.com slash penaddict. Awesome. Thank you, Igloo. And actually, when I found out they were going to be a launch partner, which is huge, huge for us at Relay, I, I went and checked out their site, see if it would be something that would work for Knock. And it totally would. I just don't know if we get all the benefits out of it yet with just me and Jeff. But as we keep growing, this is definitely something I liked everything I saw about it. And definitely something I'm going to keep on the radar. You might as well give it a try. It's free. I know. Free up to 10 people. That's, so. uh, you know, we're at, we're at three right now. So with a, a couple other minor part-timers, but uh, we're adding people. So, yeah, could be perfect. So I have, uh, I've done some stuff, I guess. <laughs> Uh, one note that I've got in the document here is Mike's stupid pen order. So yes. every now and then I do something which is idiotic. Uh, and this is that thing. So uh, my girlfriend is a big fan of her pile of Metropolitan, uh, but she dropped it and she bent the nib. And I was like, I can fix this. Mike to the rescue. 
So what we were going to do was I was just going to order her a new Pilot Metropolitan and was just going to unscrew the end part screw you one in. I wasn't sure if you could replace the nib because I, I thought you wouldn't be able to because they're a relatively cheap pen. So I figured I would just unscrew the end part and screw it back in again. Now, she loves the pen. She likes to use the pen like practically every day along with her Twisby um, or my Twisby that I had to give her after I broke her Twisby. Uh, so I thought, well, I don't want to have her waiting for weeks while we wait for someone uh, from the US to ship it over. I'll buy it from a UK supplier. So I, I picked one up from Colt Pens. Um, I also bought her some cartridges. She needed some cartridges, so I bought those from Colt Pens too. So th- this is a, t- a kind of a two-pronged problem. Now, this, unbeknownst to me, the Pilot Metropolitan that I searched for and kind of went through on Colt Pens is not actually the Pilot Metropolitan, even though it looks exactly the same. It's the Pilot MR, which is a different pen. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the same pen, but it has a different feed. So like the, mm. is that what you... No, not a feed. Yep. Yeah, it's a different feed, isn't it? Where you mm-hmm. put the cartridge into. It takes yep. European standard cartridges. And I bought a box of Namiki cartridges for her for this. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, God. And I was like, well, I've ruined it now. I now have a pen that I'm not a massive fan of. They have really good, but it's just not for me. But then... I thought to YouTube I will go and I found the way that you can pull the you can you can replace the nibs you can pull the feed yes. out and I was able to replace the nibs so I fixed it. So I, I did a kind of silly thing but I fixed it. But what the next part that I did is potentially more silly really. Um, so I thought I would buy her some ink cartridges as I mentioned. So I went to Colt Pens and uh, went onto the page and I was like, okay, yep, I want the Namiki cartridges. It says pack size. And it said single, a pack of 12. I was like, obviously, I want a pack of 12. You know, I don't just want one ink cartridge. Um, so they came, and the pen came, and there was a box. And the box, I opened the box, and I had 12 packs of six. <laughs> so uh, she now has more ink cartridges than she's ever going to need. All right, I knew the first part was stupid, but that would, that takes the cake. That's awesome. It says pack size, select pack size, and then it says mm-hmm. single or pack of 12. So I just assumed, I mean, it is my mistake. I was ordering it in a rush, and, and mm-hmm. now I'm looking at it, I can see. Because, like, why would you say single and then quantity? Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. Like, there's <laughs> nothing wrong with their site, but, like, I... And then also it says here, contains six on the left-hand side in a big picture. So obviously a pack is not 12, but, yeah. So now she has a ton of <laughs> Namiki cartridges. Right. Hey, at least they're good cartridges. But they're very good. They're very propri- good. Proprietary to the the pilot. But that that was why I was happy that I was able to to fix. I mean, I especially didn't want to have to give her the European one, considering mm-hmm. I had like, well, how many? I'm not very good at maths, so I'm gonna to have to just. Considering I had 72 ink cartridges to give. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, if you have any questions about like the nib and replacing, you know, a guy that knows some things about that kind of stuff, right? Do I? Yeah. Just pro tip. Hmm. Well, YouTube was good, so. Oh, okay, good. I mean, I would have asked you probably if <laughs> if you. I mean, I thought I'm just gonna Google this, and and then there was a YouTube video showing me how to to take it out, so I did that. Yeah, I just didn't easy. expect it because it's such a cheap pen. Mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. expect it to be, but this the, it, this is one of the things I think that the people love about the Metropolitan. It is a very surprising pen. 
Yes. So that was the silly thing that I did. Um, I'm back using my Edison Perlet every day now. Um, for a while, I was good. using the Retro 51. Such a good pen. Um, and this was the one that I bought at the uh, the pen show. Oh, yeah, that's right. Bought it, bought it from the writing desk. And they're still selling the model that I have, which is the Deep Indigo Flake. Um, cannot recommend this pen highly enough. Like, s- still get that, like, um, like head-shaking... Uh, smell that comes out of it right <laughs> yeah which is kind of still kind of awesome uh but like just the use using this pen every day with the namiki uh, not the namiki the um fuyugaki iroshizuku yeah. ink man oh, it's just such a good combo i know i feel bad someone uh sent me um a sample of that ink because i've yet to buy any for me and i haven't gotten to test it out yet i Dude, need to correct that i know i know it's the best ink ever like I don't know how anybody could want anything else. I'm just used to writing in that orange ink. Like, it just makes me so happy. That's great. It goes great with that pen, too. And I bought something that I've had my eye on for a while, and it's just become available in the UK. Um, and it, it wasn't that expensive. Uh, and I, I thought that it might, that people, that the basic people of this show might be interested in, which is the Pencil by 53. Mm-hmm. So we spoke about styluses a long time ago, um, and this is a relatively new one. So it integrates with the app Paper by 53. And also, the week that I bought it, they announced their SDK. So Pencil have made an SDK now. So it allows you to use some of the cool functions that I'll talk about in a moment with a bunch of different applications. And there's a few apps. Um, They have their Paper app. There's an app called Procreate, which is an incredible, um, like, Photoshop type, type, drawing application um and also note shelf which is like a note-taking application which Mm. is is pretty cool um they they they've all they all use they all have the sdk built in for the to use the the cool features of the 53 pencil um so some of the cool things that it does so uh it's a bluetooth connected stylus um, and and it does a few interesting things like it can, but it kind of feels like it's built for the future as well. So like at the moment it does like the standard stuff, right? So you they have a really interesting way of pairing it where you like hold it onto a certain spot and it activates the Bluetooth between the two devices, and you can draw and stuff like that. And then when you when you have that enabled, you can draw with the pen. You can smudge with your finger, and if you flip it over to the eraser end, you can erase. Oh, that's pretty cool. It is really cool, and and they've uh, already announced that with iOS eight, they're using taking advantage of a new API. So it's the, the kind of the the tip is in like a triangle, so like it's rubber, like a triangle, like many of these mm-hmm. styluses are. And basically, what you're going to be able to do is you'll be it will be able to, iOS eight is going to be able to sense um, the pen width. So you can draw a single line or you can lay it down on its side and draw a big thick line like a smudge. Oh, like gotcha. like how you would have a real pencil. Like if you want a shade. Oh, very cool. Yeah, so it's like one of those things and with the SDK as well, this is a really, really interesting product. Um, and they do it in two different versions, like just a standard black one and I think a walnut one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm I'm really happy with it. It's actually my Taschenberg lighter now holds my Edison and my um, pencil. 
by 50 oh, hey, um, that's a perfect use because your uh, iPad mini's in the back of it. The only thing about that, the only problem with it is the ends, like the tips of either side are, re- are removable so they can be mm-hmm. replaced. Now, as the Taschenberg glider has those like rubber rings, like those elasticated rings, sometimes yeah. if you pull it out too quickly, it pops the tops off. Oh. Which is not yep. great. So you have to kind of take it out carefully. Gotcha. Um, it has a really ingenious way of charging. So the, the nib just unclips from the rest of the pen and it's a USB connection. And you just plug that into any USB port. Huh. That's cool. So it's yeah, the, a the, fantastically designed product. Yeah, the website shows all that. It's really cool how they um, break it all down in the in the design of it. It looks really, really interesting. You should get one. I'll think of it. If I use paper more, um, the app paper, I keep, uh, I've always I keep, downloaded keep it. Keep your eye on it because yes, I, I, I think it's going to start popping up in a lot of places. Okay. I, I like it. I could I could totally see the usefulness of it. And I, I mean, I saw it come out, and I thought, "Wow, this is beautiful." Then I thought, "Wow, this is expensive. Do I really need it?" And um, yeah, but I, I will keep an eye on it, especially as more apps integrate with it. I think that's important with the API. Yep, it does so. just work as a really good stylus too. But having having the the functionality, like the erasing functionality and stuff like that, is really, really, really mm-hmm. cool. Yep, yep, awesome. So now we've got. The main topic? Do we actually have a main topic? <laughs> well, on, on this an show? hour in, sure. An hour in. <laughs> let's 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 talk Kickstarter. Well, we haven't been around for a while, right? I'm sure we, people no, want a big episode today. Yes, yes. So we'll we'll keep it keep going because we're not even uh, not even close to done yet. I don't think so. The first one. Let's talk about good Kickstarter, Mike. Let's 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 start off with positivity. Yeah, this and, one. That's, this that's is an interesting one. Here. This is the Nexus Minimal Fountain Pen, and some. Uh, I had a couple of people send me this, and I looked at it, and I was like, nope, don't want it. Like, so I'm not a big fan of that sort of grip style, like a metal grip, which is like etched in some way. Mm-hmm. Like it's got like that sort of. What do you call that, Brad? Um, it's machined out yeah I, there's there's a word i'm thinking of and I, i'm blanking it's right like now. ridges and lines yeah, whatever. I was it's like, basically a, a ridged um machined grip and i was like i'm not interested in it but then enough people started sending me it that i watched the video really great video uh especially when i heard their accents <laughs> uh, well i mean there is a big funky l in front of the uh in front of the dollar amount anyway yeah, well, I didn't. I didn't pay attention to any of that. <laughs> uh, so they're from the UK, which that does mean something to me. Um, so I, I watched the video, read through it all, and uh, I'll tell you what I think of it in a minute. But you tell me what you think. So I almost had the exact same um, path as you. I was just getting hammered with tweets. What do you think about this? What do you think about this? Is it legit? Um, what do you think about the design? And I kind of, like you, I kind of, I didn't blow it off at first, but I was like, you know, it's the gun shy thing, you know, the visionaire really burnt a lot of people, right? I mean, huge, huge amount of people. So I didn't, I glanced at it, I was like, okay, good looking, not for me. And then more people kept sending it, more people kept sending it, and it's like, okay, let me spend some time you know, watch the video, read all the details, look up these guys, see what their background is, see what they've done before, you know, see if they're, you know, have a clue. Um, And the more I read about it, the more I said, yeah, why not? I think 
you know, the design is awesome. I don't love the grip. That's my only hesitancy. But I think it's fairly priced to give it a shot. So I did. I backed it. And um, I feel like, you know, I have no, there's no red flags to me on this project um, that I could come up with. You know, I read through all the comments, read as much as I could about it before backing it. And I really like the, the, the excuse me, I really like the design. I think it's going to be like a good pocket pen. Um, and they've done some interesting things with the titanium nib, and that really piqued my interest. One yeah. of the thing, one of the things that sold me on this as a project is that they just went straight to Bach and said we're using Bach nibs, and that's a big deal um, because that's a legitimate nib manufacturer. It's yep. not some random thing. That's one of the things. That's one of the, uh, I guess you could call that a green flag. Um, they hmm. did they did that right. That's the right answer from from a question that wasn't asked. You just do it, and that lends uh, legitimacy to the project immediately when you make yeah. that kind of decision. We, me front. and you had a very similar thought process in that, and mm-hmm. because I'm watching, and I'm like, I feel like your design guys, you maybe don't know pens. But what you did was, you obviously did some research. I mean, I'm making an assumption. These guys may be yes. pen addicts, right? Yeah, I've no, I have not talked to these guys, don't know anything. But I'm just making the assumption from the many projects like this that we've seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, either you know your stuff, which is fantastic, or you don't know your stuff, and you did some research, and you went and actually got a good... The, you, the, the heart and soul of your pen, because you're making a fountain pen is the nib and you you took the time and not only did you get a great company to get your nibs from they also picked this really interesting i've never seen titanium before <laughs> uh, so so yeah i don't think i've maybe once i've ever used a titanium nib pen you rarely see them um there's a company called i, I don't know if you pronounce it conid or conid c-o-n-i-d and they're known for their titanium nibs, but I, I don't know where they get them from or if they make them. They're a real expensive pen, um, but they're really nice. And I, you know what? I don't know that I've actually ever used one, but I've always wanted one. So I actually backed this project. I said, let me just back it at the basic level, you know, just the aluminum pen, steel nib. And I said, you know, I wanted to just, you know, things more things come out as the project ages right you know you get more information and you know you kind of get a feel for how the um the project creators are handling you know customer service answering questions things like that you kind of get a feel and a vibe about the project and before i dump more money in it into it i wanted to kind of get that vibe and yet i went ahead and upgraded to the titanium nib i'm going to stick with the steel barrel because i want the black with the titanium nib Instead of, I said I was going to go full titanium, but I think I want the black with the titanium nib, I think is the the route I'm going to take. So, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm all in on this one. I think it looks good. Um, we'll see how the grip does when we get it. I don't think it's going to be as big a deal as, um, you know, as it could look, but we'll see. I mean, it's definitely worth giving a shot and it's fairly priced and, um, yeah, it, it looks good. I'm going all titanium. Look at you. I might have to change that. I think that that's too special. Yeah. I don't have a titanium pen. I have lots of steel pens. There's something about it. I'm like, 
Yeah, that's fancy. That's like super fancy. People, that's an interesting pen. Yes, it's made of titanium. Oh, <laughs> including the nub. Please, sir, come this way. And I also <laughs> like because then they sent out. I I like the way they're doing this. Right, I've seen this a bit more recently, where it's people are like, increase your pledge by X amount to mm-hmm. get this, which is a really yeah. interesting way of doing add-ons. Right. Um, so I I got the titanium pen. I increased my pledge to get the titanium nib and I also increased it by like the three pounds for a converter as well so I was like why not like they sent an email yeah. and I was like I like these guys and I did the same as you before I backed I went and looked at they they only done one other uh, Kickstarter project which is like a 3D printed Tyrannosaurus Rex mm-hmm. skull which is incredible mm-hmm. but I yeah. went on their website <laughs> and they, they seem to have pretty good chops um, yeah like the places that they're kind of featured in and stuff like that in the UK are interesting enough to me um, that I I wanted that I felt good about it. Like they're in the science museum, Mm -hmm. which is like a really, it's it's quite a prestigious thing. Um, So, you know, I, I I felt that these aren't fly by night guys. Uh, You know, they, they even use Edelstein ink as their, right. Exactly. It seems like they could be pen guys. Uh, but even if they are, they aren't. They are. They at least understand good quality, right? So I'm, I'm really excited about this. I hope that they meet their date because it's November. Because I'm really excited to try one. Yeah, out. that'd be cool. That'd be cool. That's a good date. Yeah, I, I hope it, uh, hope it delivers. So it's got 24 more days. Well, from when we're recording, so it'll have less than that by the time you're hearing this. So yeah, so plenty, I hope, plenty of time to get in. I hope that this goes over a hundred thousand because I think that'd be fantastic for them. Yeah, I think it might. You know, because it might. You're approaching a quarter of a million dollars at that point. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's awesome. So another another Kickstarter on the pro- positive front, and it's one that we're all familiar with. It's the Tactile Turn. Um, Will Hodges came out with um, a bunch of new materials. Um, I call them the, like the rare materials. It's titanium, brass, and copper. Um, and the mover and the shaker pins that he sold before that I was such a big fan of. And he just sent me, you'll see, you've seen a bunch of reviews from my friends online about all of these, the new materials pins and Will sent some to me and I just haven't gotten to it yet. He knew I was on vacation, so I'm still got a post in the works on these, but I wanted to make everyone aware if they were a fan of the original tactile turn and want an upgraded body. Um, one thing different in these pins, aside from the materials, is Will's gotten some new machinery that turns the pins, and the barrels are actually smoother than the aluminum barrels were before. Not that they were rough. And the, the what this has done, it's made the seam to where the pin unscrews in the middle completely invisible. Like, I'll sit there and stare at it right in front of my eyes, and you can't see the line where the pin screws apart. It's really fascinating. He's done an excellent job of this. Um, so I wanted to to point that out and let everyone know that these new materials are out and they uh, they look really good. Will's done a good job um, with these pins and it's already met its goal and it'll have a few days left. Um, you can you can get in on that and I'll I'll have a my post will be up uh, shortly. I like the look of the clip on these. Yeah, it's real good. It's integrated um, kind of into the barrel and it's a uh, real tight, real real firm clip and uh, it looks good. <clears throat> so I just want to take a moment, Brad, to thank our final sponsor for this week's episode. Um, they are a good friend of ours, a returning sponsor, 
and it's the fine folks over at Squarespace, which is a company that we both love and have used for a long time. Squarespace are the all-in-one platform that make it fast and easy to create your own professional website, portfolio, and online store. For a free trial and 10% off, visit squarespace.com and enter the offer code INC at checkout. A better web starts with your website. So if you want to be like Brad and have your very own pen blog, well, you can do that. With Squarespace, you don't have to worry about all the tricky parts. You just go to squarespace.com and you get started with one of their fantastic, beautiful templates. You can very easily build your own pages with their fantastic drag-and-drop page building system. It's all within your web browser and you can see all of the changes that you're making to the design all in real time. You can say, I want this font, I want this color, I want the width to be like this, I want to drag-and-drop things around like this. You're doing it all live in the web browser so you can see exactly how it's going to look before you click save and publish it to the world. Squarespace takes care of everything for you. They take care of web hosting, image hosting, and if you want, even podcast hosting. And what if you want to run a store like Knock? Well, you can also be like Brad, because that's exactly what these guys do. Knock, Knock Co, that we all love so much, is run on Squarespace and their commerce platform. So the whole, the whole site and the store is all run on Squarespace. Every single Squarespace website features Squarespace Commerce. Now, this enables you to set up your own store to start selling physical or digital goods immediately. They integrate with Stripe for payments and loads of awesome services like ShipStation to help you run a fantastic business. Squarespace takes care, take away sorry, all of the pain from building your own personal or business website. They have awesome templates you can choose from that look good on all devices. They have awesome apps to manage your site and stats on the go. They have 24-7 award-winning customer support over live chat and email with teams located in New York City, Dublin, and Portland. And this all starts at just $8 a month. And this also includes a free domain name if you sign up for a year. So, I want you to go to squarespace.com right now and sign up for a free trial. There's no credit card required to do this, and you can start booting your website today. When you decide to sign up, make sure that you use the offer code INC. Not only is that going to show your support for the Pen Addict Podcast and Relay FM, it's going to get you 10% off your first purchase. So, I want to thank Squarespace for their continued support and renewed support in the Pen Addict and what we're doing with Relay FM. That's Squarespace, where a better web starts with your website. That's awesome. You did a good job on the read, and you alluded to one thing. The one thing that I always comment about Squarespace, and it should be their tagline, is um, they make it easy. I mean, it, it's really, really easy to create a site, and it's even more easy to you know, manipulate that site after the fact and make design changes that you want, or like in the case of knock, add products and item descriptions and keep track of inventory. It's just easy. I mean, it's... For people like me who don't want to deal with um, back-end servers and, you know, WordPress installs, not to call them out, WordPress is totally fine, but other, you know, self-hosted, self-install, you know, platforms and um, Squarespace handles all that. And I'm I'm real happy with them and uh, always have been. So the, thank you, Squarespace, for, for joining us once again today. You ready for me? Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> So we've titled this next um, this next segment on the Panatic Podcast "That Damn Scribble." Am I allowed to say that on relay? Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. So a couple months ago, Mike and I talked about this pen that did a big PR push to all the gadget gear tech sites called Scribble, and. 
what it purported to be was a pen that could color match a color in the wild, in real life, you know, whatever, you know, if you have a wall that's painted blue, you stick the pen up to the wall, it color matches that color in an ink chamber in the pen, and then outputs that ink color through a nib onto paper as if it were a marker. So, great idea. Lots of questions surrounding the implementation and will it work. So, at that time, at they, when they had their big PR push, I emailed them with some very specific questions. I got very unspecific answers that I was disappointed in. I, I replied back saying, basically, you didn't answer my questions. Here's what I want to know. Can you narrow this down? And I never heard back. So, fine. I really don't care that much. I really like... I love when you're in this mood because it's like <laughs> these people. I mean, look, you are. I mean, I think it's safe to say that whether you would say it or not, you, you're one of the most important people in this industry. Um, you have an extremely well read blog. Everybody who is in the pen world that circulates online knows the pen addict, right? Mm-hmm. You have the the right if that's the right thing to say, or the ability or the clout to come at these situations like this. But these people don't know what they're getting themselves in for. <laughs> they're like, there's just some guy sending them an email. He says he's a pen addict. He sounds like a peculiar gentleman. And you're just like, give me the answers. And then they ignore you and like, right, I'm going to slam you. <laughs> <laughs> so here's what I believe in as a person. I have the right to information. If you're not providing me with accurate information, I have the right to ask you a question about it. Mm-hmm. And if I don't get clarity, then it's on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm all down with that, buddy. Yeah. But um, because it's vi- as a business, you have to be able to answer your customers' questions in a clear manner in a consistent manner if someone has a question about your product and you're diverting them and you're circling around and you're you know going off on a tangent that's unrelated you're begging for more questions and then that pile of questions gets into be this huge volcanic pile that's eventually going to erupt back in your face so if you're not ready for that then you're doing something wrong. And that's the vibe from when their PR push came out two months ago. There's so many questions that are unanswered about this project. And we kept, you know, it was just, it wasn't a, it wasn't a product yet, right? They weren't doing anything for sale. They didn't have a Kickstarter launch. So, you know, there's no need in pushing it. You know, maybe that's going to, that's going to be phase two. All right. So, Maybe they would come out with, okay, here's the real working prototype. So last week they come out out of the blue with the Kickstarter launch for the Scribble Pen. And then my Twitter feed fills back up. Hey, Scribble launch, Scribble launch, it's on Kickstarter. So I went, okay, great. Number one, I went over there and it's already at like 250K on the first day. Out of a hundred hundred thousand dollar goal, and it's at two hundred fifty k. We're gonna we're gonna come back to that. <clears throat> um, 
so I start reading through and I watch the video in full, read everything about the page, and then went for my second pass where I really started, okay, now I'm going to take notes and see what's wrong. So the first red flag, I started posting some red flags on Twitter. The first red flag is when a company feels that their own press release that was regurgitated by gear, gadget, and tech sites is quotable validation for their project. So what they did was they sent out a press release. All these sites reprinted their press release, and now they have gone back and linked to, hey, Gizmodo said this. Mm-hmm. Gizmodo said what you sent out in the press release. Gizmodo it, says Scribble Inc. lets users draw with colors that they find around them, as if Gizmodo has seen it and is claiming it as fact. Right. right. So all these links say pen lets you draw any color in the world. The pen lets you call, draw any color in the world. This pen can draw every single color in the world. This pen lets you draw every single color in the world. Are you kidding me? That's a monstrous red flag. It's all the same. That, that, that they think that that's an important thing that they should include. It's fine that they did the PR push, right? But um, then to include that as if that's a validation for this product is a joke. It, that has no bearing on this project at all. Can there's one, there's one thing I wanted to say as well. Like, I'm sure you're going to talk about the video. Yeah. Why is it so weird? So the video, all I could think of when I watched this video is that it's until, up until they got to the interview part, which was a little bit uncomfortable. But yeah, that's that was I'm, its own level of weird as well. I'm uncomf- I was uncomfortable doing our video, so I don't really want to comment on no, that. No, that I will. <laughs> okay, you can comment on that. But the product video was an as-seen-on-TV infomercial. It was like more stock stuff. Yeah. So you've, you've all seen that brand. Uh, it's called as-seen-on-TV. It's the guy they had voicing it is probably related to Gilbert Gottfried in some way. And it's really commercially and it's late like, night 2 a.m. TV watching commercial. It's, like, it's very yeah. poorly done. Welcome to the scribble. Yeah, Let me tell you about all the great things that this product does. Yeah. And then it like, slices, it dices. <laughs> Shamwow. And then the the like the interview with the creators is super weird. Like they're like weird close-ups on their face. They've clearly, I think, you can see at certain points, they've like overdubbed the audio, which is yep. strange. Yep. Like it's it's weird and like smiles from the guys, like Yeah, I caught the overdub the overdubbing was bad. I caught that for sure. Um, and it was just uncomfortable to watch. I, they, there was no passion that they believed in this product. Yeah, they're, they're like dead behind the eyes. Yeah. Like I'm watching the, the part now where they're talking about their product. Mm-hmm. If you've made this, you should be doing cartwheels in this video. Yeah. If you've actually made a product that you can scan a color in and reproduce that color in ink. Mm-hmm. Like, the whole iPhone app bit is just, like, whatever. Like, I'm not interested. Yeah. Like, that is that is a product that people aren't buying, and they spend way too much time demoing that part. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. So let's let's touch on that. Yeah. That's that. I mean, that's a huge red flag. The majority, you say, ninety percent of the video, if not more, not in counting the interview of of the just the product stuff, is on the stylus. Okay, and that's okay. Maybe that's a valid product. I I could see that being a valid product and a valid Kickstarter. It's all digital, and can do some digital color matching, and you have an app, and you can use these different colors. Awesome. Great. Knock yourself out. Do your project on that. Then they show, um, they show a little girl doing the, um, with actually the ink pen part of it. She draws a single white line, and that's all you see. And I'm not even sure that's real output from that pen, right? I, I there is I'm not no convinced. output. Yeah, it's. I'm. it's I'm I've just I've just watched that part of the video. It's super the, sketchy. There's no about, way to say that anything comes out of the pen. Yeah. Not at all. And the drawing she's on is 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 not marker. It's like a colored pencil. They're making this they have this beautiful drawing out there that you know it makes you it kind of alludes to the fact that I've drawn this whole drawing with this pen when you know that's clearly not the case. So you know, I posted all these things on Twitter. The neck that night or the next morning, um friend of the show jimmy reeks he goes here's another red flag and i missed this on the front and on the first time i went through it this is a ginormous red flag so each kickstarter uh project they have to put a timeline of events okay you know here's when we get the money here's when we start production here's when we expect delivery so every project has a timeline on their timeline in december 2014 it says we have beta prototypes ready to be tested Oh, first trial runs will be carried out and all feedback carefully assessed. The meticulous process of calibration begins. They're using Kickstarter to fund a prototype. That doesn't make any sense. Which is not allowed under Kickstarter rules. That's a, I mean, that's a huge, huge mistake. So what this boils down to, in a nutshell, this is a... This was a prove-it Kickstarter, right? Prove to me that this pen is real and it works as you say it works. And the comment section is just filled with people saying, tell me how this works. Show me how the ink switches. Tell me how the ink's going to get cleaned from the yellow ink I just used to the purple ink that I chose next and that it's not going to be a brown ink. Tell me how it works. Show me how it works. They could never do it. Not once. They ignored those questions. They avoided them completely. They don't because they don't even have a prototype. I don't believe. Mm. If they if they did, they could show a quick iPhone video and no one would care. Show me. Prove it. And they couldn't. And not only could they not prove it, they could not answer a question about it. And when that, like I said before, that volcano, man, it's just gurgling to the top because the questions keep getting repeated. Everyone has the same question and they're not answering it repeatedly, repeatedly. And it finally blew up in their face. And now as of the day we're recording, which was last Wednesday, the project was canceled about three hours before we went 
went to air. I had no this. ideas that happened until I brought up the show notes, like just before we started talking about this. I didn't know they cancelled the project. So this is the thing. So their statement for cancelling the project is Kickstarter wants a Kickstarter have contacted them and want a video made, like a, a descriptive video of the real pin working. Yeah. So it's like they're like, oh. It's, you know, uh, they want it in 24 hours, so we've had to cancel the project with hopes of restarting with a much more detailed video. If you have the product and you, you're sitting on $366,000 with, like, a few weeks left to go, if you have the product, you're just going to make a video. You're going to stay awake all night. You're going to make this video. You're going to recut the original video and just show people using the pen, right? Because you're sitting on what could potentially be a million-dollar Kickstarter, right? That is right. what you've got in your hands at this point. For you to cancel that project means you have not got the product. That's exactly right. This is a horrible answer, and it actually answers all the questions that everyone had about this project. You don't leave this money on the table if that product's sitting there in your hand and you can shoot a video in a 30-second shot, a one-minute shot of the pen actually working. They do not have this product. I Nothing that they've done says that they actually have this product in hand, and that's why they got canceled. And it's unfortunate. You know, we don't... No one wants these things to be scams or jokes or failures. I mean, I would like this to succeed. If this is legitimate, it would be great. I would never use it, but some people will. You know, you want to see, you want to believe that there's, you know, great design and technology and these new ideas coming up and you want to help support them. That's what this Kickstarter platform is. But when you have the nerve to launch a product I mean, a project on Kickstarter and not be able to fulfill the, to answer the basic question of show me how it works. Then there's no other way that this is going to end than in failure. And that's what happened. So I, I don't know where it goes from here. They've certainly given themselves a huge black eye I, when I can feel confident that there's not going to be a massive change between the time we're recording this and the time this episode goes out <laughs> I don't think we'll see this relaunch but time um, before yeah this is actually live um, but what's funny is and um, uh, Jimmy just uh, tweeted me while we're talking now he said or actually no it was someone else it was um it was Curly McD said the comments make for interesting reading. The difference between experienced backers and people new to Kickstarter is striking. Like I'm looking at one of them, one of these responses and actually the um in their their post today, you can actually comment directly on their update number three. One of the replies says, um, do you have is there an email address at Kickstarter where we can write to protest this demand decision? It seems like they're not being reasonable. <laughs> and I don't know what to say to people like that. I mean, if you want to light your money on fire, I mean, go for it. But 
to not realize what's actually taking place. People are mad at Kickstarter for <laughs> canceling this project. They should be mad at Scribble for not having a product. But it, it's funny. There's a bunch of people like that. So there's there's a good and bad on Kickstarter's side for this. Um, this is the problem that they are now going to have time and time again, considering that they've changed their rules. So Kickstarter doesn't um, review projects anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can just push it to the store. I mean, you anybody could have just watched this video and seen right. what they've now asked for, if that was all they asked for. You know, for all we know, Kickstarter came in and said, we're canceling your video in 12 hours. We're canceling your project in 12 hours. There's no recourse to this. Like, that, we don't know, you know. Um, mm-hmm. um, but then the good part is, is that they're still acting upon, obviously people reported them, or they've just seen a lot of activity. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going in and viewing them. I would like to think that after a certain, like, threshold somebody goes in and checks right dollar you're talking about dollar amount and or backers numbers backer like amount kind of dollar amount up. or activity over a certain period of time like i'd like to think that there's something that's catching yeah. these products before they get funded it's just amazing how many people are still like oh man this sucks i'm totally gonna back this when it comes back i'm like i i don't get people sometimes it's never coming back maybe just the stylus yeah, but then what's the point of that? Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it, they... Because the color reproduction will only work in their app, and if their app isn't good... Yeah. Then... They, they've just really shot themselves in the foot, and but it's totally avoidable. You have a product or you don't have a product. It, it's black and white. Mm-hmm. And to launch this knowing that you can't prove it is mind-boggling to someone like me. It's absolutely mind-boggling. And then people are commenting, you mean I'm going to lose out on my early bird now? <laughs> I, like, the are thing you is, kidding me? It's like I don't understand why they thought it would all go okay. Like, I don't know, yeah. nobody will ask. I, I, that's exactly my point. It's, I, I don't know. So, <laughs> it's, I mean, the questions never went away about this product, and they just move forward and move forward and move forward, and it, it's, you know, coming back to roost now. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're paying for it in, in more ways than one. So, it's definitely something we'll, we'll, we will continue to follow. Um, I, I do think we'll, we're going to see this in some way, shape, or form, but I bet we're six months out minimum they they need this to die down before they try again yeah so you know if they had if they had the pen sitting there on their desk they would have had a video up already and they would have been on their way to a million dollars because you don't leave that money on the table why would you Mm-mm. it, it so. makes no sense so I, it's sad to see i don't i don't want to see people fail but when you, you can't answer basic questions about your product, you're going to have a bad time. Well, I, I don't mind people failing if they're dishonest. If they are actually dishonest, then they deserve to fail. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. That's my opinion on that. Yeah. Smart guys yeah. finish last. First. Last. <laughs> Somewhere along the line. Basically, the right people win. Yep. That's what I'm trying to yep. get at. Yep, yep, yep. 
So if you would, uh, this is the first time I've mentioned it, and I probably should have mentioned it earlier, but if you want to get the show notes for this week's episode, then you want to go to relay.fm, that's R-E-L-A-Y dot F-M, slash penaddict, uh, pen right, so it's relay.fm slash penaddict slash 116. Nice. And that's going to nice. get you to the show notes. Well, it's good to be back on the air, Mike. Oh, it's fantastic. I'm, I've missed this show so much. Missed it too. Um, and, and I'm really pleased. And again, thank you to everyone for listening, for finding us, and for continuing to tune in. It'd be awesome. If you want to get in touch with us, tell us about the show. Maybe there's some things you want us to change. Who knows? Or maybe you want it to stay exactly the way it is. There's a few ways you can do that. We're, we're on Twitter. I'm at imike. Uh, Brad is at Dowdyism. Um, so I am iMike, I am Y K E. Brad is Dowdyism, D O W D Y I S M. Um, Brad also writes at penaddict.com. And uh, if you want to get in touch with us, go to relay.fm slash penaddict and you'll see links to contact us. You can send us emails and stuff like that. If you are a company that is interested in sponsoring the show, uh, we'd also love to hear from you and you can click the sponsor links and find out more and send us an email. I'm sure we'll cut you a good deal. So please get in touch if, if you're a, a vendor or something like that and you, you want to give it a go. Um, yeah, we, we believe and we know that it works well for, for companies that sponsor this show. So I think that you would also serve well for doing it so thank you brad thank you very much for being here with me today and absolutely thanks for all your hard work behind the scenes getting relay up and running and uh upward and onward indeed and we'll be back next week for episode 117 of the pen addict podcast and we'll be broadcasting on our regular day uh, there is also a chance and i've not yet spoke to brad about this that we will record this <laughs> show live in future Oh, yeah. I, I was actually going to ask you that offline, and I would be 100% for that. So keep your eye on the Twitter account for the network, which is underscore Relay FM. Um, we have the ability to, and we'll likely be streaming the show live. So you can come along to relay.fm slash live, and there's a chat room there, so you can talk to people as, as you're listening to the show, and you'll get to hear um, me and Brad do the show live, um, if that's something that you're interested in. So... Uh, we'll let you know about that. Just that's uh, follow the the network account because it tweets all that sort of stuff out automatically. It's underscore relay FM, um, and that will be from next week. We're going to start broadcasting live, so we'll probably be broadcasting a day we record, which is Tuesdays. So um, I hope that you'll join us. So thank you so much uh, for listening to the brand new Panatic podcast, and we'll be back next week. Until then, bye bye. Bye. <laughs>